Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back, beautiful priestesses. It's another episode of the Way of the Priestess podcast, and I'm so excited that you're here. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so happy that you've found your way here. You are here for a reason. And if you are um, a diehard fan and you listen and all the time and you, you get really excited when you see there's another episode, then thank you. And I'm just sending you so much love and just know that really I'm I'm here sharing these conversations for you because some of the codes that come through, some of the wisdom that comes through has the potential to completely shift your reality. So as always, I encourage you to, to listen with your whole body, listen with your whole heart and allow for transformation to occur moment by moment. And I'm really excited to introduce you to Sabi Kerr. So I came across Sabi um, on Instagram, I think. I think I saw one of her posts. She is a self-love coach. And we had the most beautiful, potent conversation together about the importance of self-love, the importance of knowing your worth and that this work is for everyone and it underpins everything because really the quality of our decisions the quality of our lives is down to the decisions that we make and the quality of our decisions is really down to what we think we're worth and what we think is available to us so as we build our sense of self-love our sense of self-worth then we start to make decisions that are in alignment with what we actually desire and i'm going to be going 
way, 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 way deeper in this in my upcoming retreat called Worthy AF. So just make sure that you're following me on Instagram because I will be announcing details of how you can join this amazing, life-changing experience very, very soon. And before we get started, this episode is sponsored by my new nine-page priestess guide and meditation. So this is the resource for you. If you know that you're here for bigger things, but maybe you have that sense that you're holding yourself back or you don't know enough or you're not experienced enough and you really just want to get more clear on your purpose, on your dharma and build your confidence, then this is the resource for you. So in this guide, you'll discover exactly what to focus on to free yourself up and to program yourself for life beyond limits, because that's really what we're all here for. So you can download it by um, heading over to bit.ly forward slash priestess guide, or you can click the link in the show notes and download it. And if this episode is speaking to you, if you're fi- if you find yourself nodding your head like yes, then make sure um, that you let us know so you can take a screenshot of you listening. You can upload it to your Instagram stories, and you can tag myself, and you can tag Sabi as well because we want to know who's listening and we want to know what has landed. So over to Sabi. Hello gorgeous souls and welcome to another episode. I'm so happy that you're here joining us again and I'm so excited to introduce you to Sabi Kerr. She is um, she's a self-love coach and a yoga teacher and get this, so juicy. She guides women to fall deeper in love with themselves and release the blocks that they have to feeling worthy. Oh, I love it. Sabi, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to, yeah, to dive into this combo. Amazing. So I guess the first question that I have for you, and it's like the, the biggest question, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's like, what led you, tell us your story, like what led you to doing this work? Share with us what got you here. Yeah, it is a big question because I feel like there are so many different <laughs> things that that brought me to this point um on the one hand there was a kind of culmination of a long journey of many different types of careers I'm a really multi-passionate person and I've kind of you know the last 10 12 13 years have been a, a journey of me following my curiosity and me trying out many different things along the path to finding what lights me up And it's always been like a big part of my journey has always been about embracing what feels really true to me. So it's taken me on such a winding path um, that that like concept of does my heart want me to be doing this? You know, so I've, I've done many different things from dancing to to an economics degree, to primary school teacher, to management consulting, et cetera, et cetera. and my heart and my like intuition and my inner knowing has been what led me each time. So that was one piece. And then another piece was um, the end of a long, long relationship, an 11 year relationship, which really was really like the, the start, the catalyst for me to do some really deep inner work. Um, because while I've been living very 
spiritually, I, I guess, in a way of like how I was um, so open and heart centered with all of my different careers, a big part of my life, um, I was maybe not as maybe not necessarily not as open, but there was some stuff that I was ignoring, you know, in, in, in that relationship. And that really just like cracked me wide open to look at all of the pieces that I wasn't looking at. So there was that. And then I, at the same time as the end of that relationship, I started my yoga teacher training, which was kind of another, you know, initiation into, into this world. And then when I got more into coaching, so I did a, a diploma in transformational coaching, a little not not so long after my first yoga teacher training and as i started to coach more women um i just began to observe like what is the kind of common thread um what is the you know link between the work that i'm doing with all of them and it really was this worthiness piece whether i was working with a uh, a woman who wanted to change jobs, who wanted to start a business, who wanted to feel good about herself, who wanted to, um, you know, find or find a new relationship, wanted to feel really nourished in her relationships, like whatever it was, the linking piece, uh, you know, the, the thing that linked all of those, those, transformations was really how these women felt about themselves was the relationship they had to themselves and was how worthy they felt of what they were wanting to call in um so i think yeah all of those different things led me to being so passionate about about self-love and about starting with you yeah so there we go that was kind of a long answer <laughs> i w i wish you could see me now like i'm grinning from ear to ear because <laughs> First of all, I mean, everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And mm -hmm. also, it's just so funny because on Instagram, I've just created um, a 21-day um, self-worth codes kind of thing. And it's just, it's just really timely that this message is coming through now. So yeah. I wonder if we can dive a little bit deeper into worthiness because I, I so mm. hear what you're saying, that that is the common thread. What, what is it that you see in your work that is the origins of this sense of unworthiness, this sense of I'm not good enough? Mm. I think what's key to know when we're talking about origins is we were born whole and worthy and enough. You know, we came out of the womb feeling like we are enough. Um, so this feeling of lack and not good enough doesn't start the day you're born you know um mm. this this feeling of worthiness is totally innate it's it's who we are um and unworthy is a a learned belief it's, it's something that we learn from society from experiences that could be an experience you had in childhood when you know you were made to feel not enough or you were made to feel judged it could have been an experience in in you know teenage years or adulthood or in a relationship and when these experiences happen um you know they they kind of initiate this this yeah originating feeling of like maybe who i am right now isn't enough and then experiences continue to happen over time that that reinforce that um so this feeling of not enough is really a a, a learn a learned belief and our greatest spiritual work you know and really a reason you know why we're here 
um, is this unlearning, this unlearning of lack, this unlearning of not enough, um, and this relearning of who we are, which is love, deep love. Um, and for anyone that's read the book A Return to Love, Marianne Williamson, like she, she talks about that in the opening of, of her book, that our work here on this earth is to unlearn everything that has taken us away from love and to return back to love because that's that's who we are oh, i love marianne she's like my home yeah. girl yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um i love what you're saying and i think that yeah it, it's it's almost hard to believe for some of us that it's learned because it feels so true it feels so mm -hmm. real to us we mm -hmm. forget that we were born you know when, when you're a child when you're a baby and you're screaming the house down because you want attention in that moment you're not thinking i'm not worthy of this attention mm -hmm. i'm not worthy of this love but those yeah. things that happen along the journey and so much of it is systemic as well yeah yeah i wonder what your thoughts are on um particularly with gender and particularly between men and women do you notice I don't know if you've thought about it or do you, do you notice the, the differences between the, the mask, not masculine, the male approach to self-worth and then what many women experience? I'm wondering if that comes up in your work. Um, so I work mainly with women um, and that's not to say I wouldn't work with, with a man if it, like, if it felt really line, aligned, I feel like I could could help him um and you know here's the thing it's important and it's necessary work for all of us mm -hmm. for every single human being um i think women are faced with um like many challenges just you know because of the patriarchy and, and how society is structured um like we're more oppressed than men are and so mm -hmm. because of that that leads to you know to, to challenges that men might not experience. Um, but that being said, men need this work too. And it's different for men because they've been taught that vulnerability is a weakness and that they can't show emotion. Um, and so actually to do deep inner work um, can sometimes be more challenging for men because they've got to open themselves up to exploring their emotions. Um, so I feel like the approach to it and the, the, the starting point might be different, but it's so, so necessary for every single person on this planet. And the challenging thing is that our, our society has been built to bank off our feelings of unworthiness. You know, the yes. media, like every yes. time a product is advertised, it's, they are banking off you feeling like what you either what you have isn't enough your latest phone isn't enough you need a new laptop you need a new phone your makeup isn't enough your face isn't enough your skin is too wrinkly your body's too big like everything that we're sold is sold to us off the basis of the belief that who we are and what we have right now isn't enough so yeah this is so deeply ingrained within the way society operates oh my gosh i there are so many different parts of, of what you were saying that really resonate with me and and especially this this idea that our society particularly our capitalist society 
and the whole economy is based on this fundamental belief of lack mm. and scarcity and not enoughness. And it shows up differently for women and men. And it breaks my heart really because ultimately any dysfunctional behavior, anything at all is, is always rooted in a sense of not being enough. Always. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so what is, what is the solution? Like if, if, because I know I can kind of hear what my, my women think, my women, not my women, but my community are thinking. Um, so if, if, if someone wants to work on their self-love, like what, what can they kind of incorporate? What can they do to start that journey? Yeah. And there are so many different things and different ways to incorporate self-love into your everyday. And, you know, I'd say this isn't a, it's not a science. There's not like an A to Z. There's not a strict how-to, which is why it's like sometimes can be challenging because it was never something that we were taught in, in school. Definitely not. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was, I used to be a primary school teacher, so I know how strapped they are in the curriculum to talk about anything that's really important. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we need to start with small daily thing, you know, like be consistent with what we do every day and see every single day that we get to live as a, as a practice of treating ourselves like someone we love. And that can be um, as simple as, you know, doing some mirror work a day. It can be as simple as starting with, you know, affirmations, with being more aware of your thoughts, um, with changing the way you look at yourself physically, but also internally. Um, it can be pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and working on your boundaries, working on saying no to people. It can be working on, you know, speaking up at work and asking for that promotion. Um, it, like it can literally be every, like you give me a situation in real life and I can link it back to self-love. You know, it really is this daily, this continuous, this minute by minute practice of, tapping into your heart, your authentic truth, your own inner voice and saying, what feels right for me right now? What feels right for me and how can I best express that right now? And that's ever changing, right? Which is why it really is this continuous, continuous practice. Wow, that that question, what feels right for me and how can I best express that right now? Mm. Oh, that mm. is so powerful. And I, I think that so many of us feel like in order to really look after our needs, it makes us selfish, it makes us, you know, egotistical, or we need to make sure that everyone else is taken care of first before we we give energy to ourselves. Mm. But that's part of the problem. It's yeah. we're so depleted. Like we're we're living in a society right now where everyone's everyone. It feels like everyone, not not everyone, but a lot of people are just so depleted. Yeah, and um, unable to meet their own needs as mm. well. Mm. I'm so curious about your personal story with 
self-worth then is there any are there any instances that you'd be happy to share with us from your past where there's like a before and an after obviously it's always evolving but there was there were times in your life when the self-worth was like non-existent and then you had to build it up Mm, um so (laughs) it's always funny when I think about this and I I feel like I I sometimes feel like I disappoint people when I say like, actually, I never had like really shitty self-worth. <laughs> people, people love these like dramatic transformational stories from like, Sabi was like completely hated herself and now she's a self-love coach. Um, and that actually wasn't the case. I never had terrible self-worth. I never had, you know, really, really low self-love, really low self-love. I, I, I think I always had this, this, um, just kind of innate sense of joy and of following my curiosity and I've always been very in touch with my inner inner voice and what felt right for me which I think was what enabled me to try so many different careers out from you know from from forever but that being said (laughs) um while that was there I definitely didn't have the confidence to fully express all parts of me um and that was that was definitely evident when I came out of my my like my my long relationship it was this massive awakening that I had when I realized like there are other parts of me that I've been suppressing or pushing down um I don't want to say to please somebody else but because almost it felt like these parts of me weren't allowed you know I couldn't fully Mm. express every single part of my being um and also although it didn't seem like a massive lack of self-worth at the time I look back at it now and realize how that was definitely self-abandonment you know that was definitely self-abandonment like me not being able to step into my most powerful confident self that I feel like I am now um because I was scared of, of, of how it might make other people feel, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, I totally look back and, and see um, how I couldn't be the fullest version of myself. Um, and so that has definitely been a big, big self-love journey for me of really embracing and welcoming in all parts of who I am and of of knowing that they all get a seat at the table you know I don't need to be just the like the confident sexy savvy that's dancing on her Instagram stories I can also be the softer quieter shyer version of me that is also me um I can be every single part of me and I think that has been the biggest shift that I've felt of knowing that I don't just need to be one thing. I can be all things and I don't need to choose. So I think that's been the massive shift that I've seen in myself over the kind of the last, I don't know, five, four years or so. Yeah. That really, really resonates with me actually. And it's very similar to my own story as well, because um, yeah, you would never have looked at me a few years ago and be like, oh, she's not she's not confident and I did have some kind of sense of my worth but still in terms of owning all parts of me Mm. and expressing really what I thought 
Yeah. You know, it, that, that wasn't there yet. Mm. That really wasn't there. There was like, you know, I remember writing blog posts and, and then like deleting them because I was like, mm. oh God. Yeah. So it was like this sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then with relationships as well and just like choosing toxicity over and over again. But, but still, yeah, it wasn't this kind of, um, you know, like the rags to riches, the, the, I was, you know, couldn't get out of bed because I hated myself so much. And now mm-hmm. as a coach, you know, it's not that. Yeah. So I think that's really important to share that as well, because there are so many different facets to self-love Absolutely. and how it shows up. Absolutely. No, I love that you said that. It's not always like night and day, you know? Yeah. Um, the shifts can be subtler. <laughs> but just mm. as powerful, you know? Um, and that's why really, I think like this work is for everybody. You do not need to be down and out to do this work. It's like, it's for, it's for every single person on this planet, whoever you are, no matter what age you are, no matter what your background is, there is always space for you to return home more, you know? And by return home, that, that, that for me is what this work is. Self-love is a, a homecoming it's not about being someone different it's not about fixing yourself it's about coming back home to the you that you've been all along but you've maybe just not been expressing all of that up until this point so yeah that's why I love it so much <laughs> I love that and and that's I guess that's where the yoga comes in as well mm. like the tools for really recognizing that everything that everything that we need is already inside of us. And yeah. we are the ones that we've been looking for. Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm loving, I'm actually doing a, um, a course with my, like a, my yoga philosophy teacher at the moment. And it's been really powerful for me to, yeah, to fully see the links between the work that I do as a self-love coach and what yoga is all, all about, you know, yes. and it's it all being about returning and connecting and uniting with your true nature and your true nature is joy and love and acceptance. Um, and so everything about yoga is about that is about coming home mm. to who you really are. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought yoga was just about learning how to do a handstand on a beach. Surely, <laughs> like, <laughs> surely just so I can get lots of Instagram likes. I love, I love that so much. And, and yeah, for me as well with my yoga journey, like I wouldn't be where I am right now if I hadn't have had an amazing teacher many, many years ago. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so what's next for you, Savvy? What are you, what are you working on? Like what's, what's coming up for you? What are you focusing on? I'm curious. Yeah. Um, so kind of for the last couple of months, I've been working a lot with, with one-to-one clients um, So that's a big part of my work, working one-to-one with women um, on all of this stuff that we've just spoken about. Um, Coming up, I'm looking forward to getting back into the studio and teaching not too many yoga classes, but just like one or two a week. I also have um, really regular online self-love workshops, part of my community series called the Self-Love Series, where we dive into um, many different topics to do with self-love and empowerment. Um, and then I'm also going to have a, a group program starting fairly soon, which I'm so excited about. I'm so, so excited to, yeah, to, to put all of this 
this, I don't even know what to call it. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> all of this life, all of this energy, all of the, this passion I have for, for all of this work into a program for women. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, the next thing that I'm really looking forward to, to share with the world. Mm, I love that. I feel this like fire in my heart as you're speaking and, and I just, it's, you know, from you as well, I just feel it's really genuine and it's really oh. beautiful. Thank you. So what, what would you say to, let's say you 10 years ago, like what advice would you give yourself? I love these questions. Because <laughs> um, every time I look back at like a past version of me, even if it was only like a year ago, I, I have so much love and compassion for, for that past me. Um, I think I just say, you know, I love you and keep exploring. Um, you are incredible. You have so many gifts. Keep exploring. Keep your heart open, wide open, because when you allow yourself to stay open, so many more incredible opportunities come your way and nothing is worth closing your heart over it you know there, there is no benefit to protecting yourself so much um because when we do that when we close our hearts to protect ourselves we keep the the pain out but we also keep the joy out we keep the love out we keep the reason why we're here on this planet out so yeah i would definitely say i love you keep showing up as you are you're needed as you are and keep your heart wide open mm -hmm. That feels like it's a message for everyone listening. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like a perfect moment to, to yeah, consolidate um, and end on. So, Sabi, where, where can we stalk you, where we can find out more about your programs? Yeah, um, you can find me. Yeah, my website's just my name, sabbycare.com. Um, and my Instagram is sabbycare. And I'm there all the time, every day, um, in my stories, in my DMs. So yeah, definitely, definitely find me on there. Send me a DM, let me know how this was for you. I always love to, to chat with people. Um, and if you're interested in working with me, then you can yeah reach out to me there as well. I love it. Go stalk Sabi. I mean she's the real deal um and i'll link i'll link your instagram and your website as well in the show notes fabi thank you so much for being here with us thank you for your time and for this really clear potent wisdom oh thank you so so much for having me and thank you for the work you do as well thank you thank you so much for tuning into the rise priestess podcast if this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website. The link is in the show notes to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.